If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, catching a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It is uh it's good to be back, but also more importantly, it's freaking Drew Dober Fight Week. It's Drew Dober Fight Week. So we already know what time it is. It's time to get after it. That's what time it is. Um full disclosure. Uh we're gonna I say we, I um we're gonna have Drew on the show. This coming Tuesday, so he fights on Saturday. We'll have Dober on that subsequent Tuesday. What is that date? Uh, That'll be the 10th. So Drew and I are going to sit down on the 10th, uh, and we'll talk about whatever it is that transpires this weekend. So ideally, um, having talked to him, of course, we're going for that knockout record, right? Those of you who are unaware, if uh, I say if, but you know, real, you know, cheering for your friend when Drew knocks out Ricky Glenn on Saturday, uh, he will become number one all time in the in UFC lightweight history as far as knockouts go. So that's obviously the goal. That's the plan. That's what we're hoping for. Um, that's the aim, right? Punchless Nation rides high uh, as we cheer on the indomitable Drew Dober uh, this weekend against Ricky Glenn. So that's what we're hoping for. And if all goes to plan, or if it doesn't go to plan, we're still going to sit down on Tuesday and talk about it. Not sure whether or not I'm going to live stream that or not. Um, It might just be him and I sitting down and I'll just release it as an audio format thing, or I'll pre-record the video and then release it on YouTube. I don't I don't anticipate doing like a live show with him on Tuesday night. Now, he gets in studio and says he wants to do it live, then we'll click the live button, but I don't I don't want to tell you that's what's going to happen and then um you know, fall short of expectation on that. So, uh, we're Thursday now. Normally, like I said, Tuesday is the release. Wednesday morning is the release. We're at Thursday now, and we haven't. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I I contemplated not even doing an episode this week at all because of certain superstitions and all the other crap that's, you know, I'm tired of beating the same drum. But uh, let's recap what happened uh, last time we had a show, right? Last time we had a show was for Fazee versus Gamrot. Uh, we went three and two on that for official plays for 12.58 units. Uh, so that was Tim Means money line, which was free money. Uh, Charles Jordan money line, uh, Marina Rodriguez money line. And then we missed on the Dan Ige, Hafael Fazeev. Fazeev, I have a hard time with that one. Because he got injured, right? Ige just ended up being a bad play in the sense that Bryce Mitchell didn't really want to fight. He just wanted to uh, lay on top of Dan. That said, there were a couple 30-27 cards, at least one, 
Um, and on damage alone to the eye of Bryce Mitchell, uh, it should have been a 29-28. I digress. So we, we threw 12.58 units there. Um, then getting a little greedy, getting a little cute, threw a parlay together for uh, the Fury Challenger series and threw one together there, uh, took a couple heavier favorites, put a couple unis on it and came back 2.53 there. So we were happy about that. And then that subsequent Dana White contender series, uh, they brought back that Venetius Oliveira kid that hits like a truck. So minus 300 favorite, which is really juicy. But again, feeling myself on a little bit of a warm streak, decided to throw some units on that and chalked up 1.67 units there. So uh, since the last time that you and I spoke, we're up nearly 18 units. Uh, that's 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 real good. That's real good. Uh, up 18, and that's coming off of the the 10 and the 48 unit night. So we've we've really kind of stacked it up uh, quite a bit, you know, in recent weeks, if you will, um, since the turnaround on the gone uh, Spivak card. Since the gone Spivak card, we are up um, just about 75 units since gone Spivak. Um, which here's where I sound pompous. That's, that's like the expectation, right? Like the expectation all the way back to the fistful of cash days, the expectation, like even through the heyday of punch list with two hosts, um, that's the expectation is, you know, not like I would love to win every week. Obviously that's unreasonable. You're going to have losing weeks, but the expectation is to be profitable and to make money. And, you know, uh, we're going to ride the warm. We're going to ride the warm here. And, you know, I've said it before. I say it again. And those of you that have been riding for a long time, don't let me get hot because you'll start paying off bills. Credit cards, credit card companies hate it when your boy gets hot because uh, balances start getting paid off. So that's the hope, right? That's the hope. So full disclosure, um, there will be no Drew Dober plays this week. Zip zero. Um, and that has nothing to do with the Dober apocalypse that happened uh at was it two I, I can't remember what what one we went to 288 um or whatever it was that when he fought for vola that dober apocalypse aside um i just i'm one my analysis of it is too biased two uh ricky glenn brought in ben Askren for the entire camp so all he's going to want to do is wrestle so you know, you're basically looking at all the all the Dober props. Dober in round one's like minus one sixty five. Dober round two is like plus three hundred. Dober round three is plus twelve hundred. Um, and then you're looking at KO props. He's like a minus eighty one eighty five for win by KO. He's a minus five hundred favorite. You, you know what I mean? Like they're I'm not gonna bet against Drew, but like they've got his lines so priced so bad. Um, I can't even reasonably take stabs at things. I think even him by submissions at like plus 1200 and Drew's not going to submit him. Um, you know, uh, it's not like keen insight or insight or anything like that, but he's already told me he's going for the record. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I just don't, I don't see the sub happening. He'll take it if it's there. Don't, don't get me wrong. The guy wants to finish the fight, but uh, you know, there's just no line there that appeals to me. So I'm just going to enjoy it. Cheer for my friend. And we'll see what happens there. But I do have five plays for you this week. Um, five things that I want, I do want to touch on. We're going to breeze through these really quick. You guys really seem to like these shorter, succinct episodes when it comes to these betting. Um, you know, the 
not what do you say like the betting angles but like you know short and sweet from a download perspective and a feedback perspective uh the response has been really great so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fix something that's not broken so first money line play that i really like joaquin buckley over alex morono um nothing crazy here i think a lot of people are going to be on this one I think it has a lot to do with just the physicality and the speed of Joaquin Buckley. Now you do have to account for the cerebral nature in which Alex Morono approaches fights. We talk about this all the time. He's a coach, uh, almost like a coach first, fighter second kind of mentality at this stage in his career. Definitely will have the analytics of how to beat Joaquin Buckley at the forefront of his mind. But he gets hit a lot. Doesn't um, Not good optics whenever he's hurt. Not good optics whenever he's tired. But he does have a pretty decent gas tank. He is crafty. He is savvy. Um, you know, Alex Morono by sub might be something you want to consider. Alex Morono in the later rounds, if Joaquin Buckley gets tired, it might be something you want to consider. Don't forget the body mass that Joaquin Buckley carries around. Lots and lots of muscle, not a lot of fat, lots of uh, lots of lactic acid build up there if he's throwing big and heavy, especially if we have a couple moments early where Morono is hurt and Buckley can't get him out of there. Very real possibility of blowing the load, blowing the wad, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, but I'm still on Buckley here. I think all the momentum's on his side, and I think Alex Morono. Uh, I think he gets Alex Morono out of there, but I'm just not going to play that. I just like a straight money line pick. Got him at minus uh, 175 early. It's at minus 190 now, but it's still you know there's still decent lines in the 80s out there. Uh, you can find so. You know, one of the few occasions where I got a good line on it. Usually, you know me, I get bad lines because I wait forever. Um, but here's another good one, and I've been waiting for it to move, and it hasn't moved, and I'm frustrated by that. But you already know, Senior Perfecto Fight Week, uh, we're all over our boy Bill Algio here. Now, I got it minus 145. I was in early. It is now minus 120. So feeling really good about my line, but it continues to move closer to a pick'em. Do I double down? Do I not double down? Um, you know, usually the overexposure is what comes back to bite me in the ass. Um, I probably won't play again on Bill Algio, but I encourage you to if you can get a better line than I got at minus 145, which I locked in about a week ago. So uh, I got the Algio play in there. I think the pressure, I think the submission threat, I think the range management, all of these things, um, you know, I think benefit him over Alexander Hernandez. Hernandez had a hard time with Jim Miller. And you know me, I love Jim Miller. It's not the bad talk Jim Miller, but Jim Miller's, you know, an older guy like myself. Uh, and Jim Miller gave him all he could handle and almost beat him there in the last round, almost got him out. So I really think that, you know, Bill Algio just really presents a lot of problems here. I'm not sure why the line's moving the way that it's moving. It's getting closer uh, where I really feel like Algeo should be going the other direction. So maybe I don't know something. Maybe the lack of social media has left me in the dark on something. But I like Senor Perfecto here, man. I really, really do. Um, third money line play, J.J. Aldrich over Montana De La Rosa. Full disclosure, didn't know Montana was still on the roster still. Um, I know I just said still twice. I didn't know she was on the roster still. Um, but it's a women's, it's a women's dog play. And... You know, while J.J. Aldrich is not good, Montana De La Rosa is equally not good. Big, wide, looping strikes, decent submission game. She is long. She is lanky, um, you know, and and I guess at times competitive in fights, but we haven't seen her be good in a long time, whereas J.J. kind of had that moment where she was kind of building some momentum. So maybe, maybe, um, you know, we, we get 
We get a little bit of uh, women's science luck here. Smaller play on JJ, admittedly, than Joaquin and uh, Bill Algio. Going to go a little bit smaller here, but I am on JJ. I like the women's science. Okay, and then two fun violence plays for you to wrap this thing up. First one, Arichi Lang and Johnny Munoz, under two and a half, minus 115. Uh, Arichi Lang, kill or be killed, Johnny Munoz is a submission threat. So either Arichi Lang kills him or Johnny Munoz subs him. We get two and a half rounds. You know, that's 12 and a half minutes to figure that out. Give it to me. Uh, I like that at near pick of money. And then last but not least, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus Joe Pfeiffer under one and a half rounds at a minus 200. All violence all the time. Um, if you watch the media day interviews, both of these guys, not that there's any, you know, mystery as to what their game is like but both of these guys especially joe pfeiffer if you watch the media day interviews talking a big game about going out there and shutting the lights out on uh abdul razak al-hassan so that's what we're hoping for if not he's going to put himself in the position where he's going to get caught we get seven and a half minutes of two big middleweights swinging and banging so we're going to hope for some high stakes punch face there so we're going to recap these five plays real quick abdul razak al-hassan under one and a half at a minus 200 um, Al Hassan Joe Pfeiffer, I'm sorry, under one and a half at a minus 200. Arichi Lang, Johnny Munoz, under two and a half at minus 115. JJ Aldrich, Montana De La Rosa, uh, we're taking JJ Aldrich money line plus 125. Bill Algio over Alexander Hernandez, minus 145, but the line is better. You can get it at minus 125 in a lot of books. Joaquin Buckley, Alex Morono, I got minus 175, actually on the right side of that one. Uh, minus 190. There is some 85s out there as well. So those are our five plays for this week. Up 75 units, more or less, since the gone Spivak card. Hoping to keep that momentum going. We'll be back on Tuesday uh, with the Drew Dober after action report, as is customary. Didn't get him on this time prior to because, you know, I've got all this other crap going on. Um, and, you know, it is what it is, right? So ex expect an extended episode on Tuesday, much longer format. Uh, we'll talk to Drew about the fight. You know, hopefully it'll be under the positive pretense, and we'll talk about everything else that's going on in life. Um, he just signed a new deal with the UFC, so there's a bunch of new stuff going on. We got a bunch to talk about, and uh, we'll we'll touch base with you guys then. But if I don't hear from you, um, you know, I hope you cash this weekend. Whether you're following or fading me, that's fine. Uh, if I can dissuade you or persuade you, anything works, right? As long as you're getting some value from it. If you are getting some value from the show, feel free to drop me a line, chat at Punchless MMA. Let me know whether or not you enjoyed it. Uh, and if you enjoy it so much, you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. Up to, I think, 60 reviews on Spotify now, which is great. Um, I really appreciate that. We're at like the 125 mark on iTunes. Um, you guys continue to, you know, review the show and whether you believe it or not, like every YouTuber and everything you ever see, liking, subscribing and sharing obviously helps the algorithm exponentially. Um, and, you know, I will say this, the shares get greater, the reviews get greater, the more you win, uh, which is fine. You know, I mean, I understand the two are correlate, uh, but, you know. Try my best here, and I, I hope you guys do receive some value from the show. Um, and if I made your commute to or from work or while you were taking a dump a little bit better or while you were taking a walk, uh, that I, I certainly hope so. Uh, we'll be doing some more episodes this month as well. I know you guys really enjoyed just the random non-MMA episodes, and um, 
yeah, so always, always stuff going, always stuff working. So we will, we'll catch you guys later on. I hope you cash on Tuesday chat uh, at punchless MMA. If you want to chit chat through there and uh, we'll talk to you guys later on. God bless you. We'll see you.